Hello, beloveds. I'm so happy to be with you today. We have begun a huge new phase. This new phase for the entire planet began, uh, in my feeling, in my awareness, on a Saturday, late afternoon, early evening of January 15. Um, that's in Pacific time zone. And that entire evening felt... I felt all these timelines just rippling, like I was just across all of them and they were rippling open, like it reminded me of um, like when the little kids make a little tiny uh, like flip book for a comic, you know, and you're flipping the pages really fast, just like with your thumb and seeing the little like doo -doo 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 going along. This was what the entire planet felt like for me all Saturday, late afternoon and evening. It was a pretty wild ride, I have to say. Um, and uh, just one of those just kind of roll with it types of experiences. So I mentioned this timing piece in order for you, if you, um, as you're listening to this, if you want to uh, kind of feel back into what was going on for you uh, during that time and were you having any experiences, this may be useful to you if you're interested in expanding your esoteric capacities um, because one of the ways in which we do that is through the deciding or choosing or experiencing of mental models that the brain, the human brain can interact with that correlate to a visceral lived experience. And so that kind of back and forth between the embodied visceral lived experience and then the how am I choosing to make sense of that so that my human mind, my human brain can interact with it. And it, it, we really do need both. We can't get by on just one or the other. So this new phase, I feel, is, um, is, is about the entire 2022 arc, which you'll remember I describe in detail in the episode on the 2022 planetary energy theme, which is Choose Your Own Adventure. So you can refer back to that if you haven't heard that. But um, but it also let me bring you into a little bit about what's going on right now, um, uh, particularly through the rest of sort of the quarter one of, of 2022. So this current time period of this new phase that we're in, I feel is marked by kind of two simultaneous uh, characteristics of experience. One is this just insanely brilliant, beautiful, effervescent, high light energy that is coming in all the time now. And it's okay if you're not feeling it in your kind of awake awareness. We'll talk about that a little later. It's still coming into you anyway. And on the other side, for this uh, kind of late January, February, a little bit into March even experience, we are having um, an experience of great heaviness. Um, there's a very kind of heavy process that the earth is going through right now. And that is being experienced um, in various different ways by the humans. 
And so this, what, what's, the, what's, what's the reason for this heaviness? So this heaviness has a very specific purpose and it is in a very high service to the highest timeline of earth. And so instead of trying to escape that heaviness, I want you to lean into it wherever you're feeling it. You don't have to seek it. It's, it's here for you. And whatever it wants to do with you specifically, with your being specifically, will come up through experiences that will feel like heaviness, slowness. Um, it, it could be marked by sudden disruptions, unexpected kind of plot twists in what's going on in your life. Um, uh, or just kind of feel a little bit like not quite moving as fast as I'd like to move. And if you're experiencing the very high effervescent energies, this could be very puzzling. And it may that kind of the disconnect, the dissonance between wait, over here, I'm feeling this amazing thing. But then over here, I'm not activating it. I'm not bringing it into form. I'm not embodying it in my day to day experience. And this may tip you into a kind of like, I'm not good enough, I'm failing imposter syndrome uh, uh, narrative internally, which I want you to um, explore if that comes up. So any heaviness that's coming up in various ways, if it's expressing itself emotionally with mental stories in our inner narrative stories, or physically, um, I want you to do your very best to come into a neutral place of curiosity and to be with this instead of trying to stuff it away or bypass it or deny it or do the kind of, um, you know, inverted kind of fake positive psychology, positive, you know, new agey um, approaches of like, oh, no, nope, 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 nope. I'm just fine. Everything's great. Like, that doesn't help. You're not here to bypass. You're not here to escape the embodied experience. You're here to become something entirely new. And that entirely new thing is an absolute, whole, complete, divine union of your embodied, physical, three-dimensional human biology with your cosmic soul, your cosmic self, your full pan-dimensional nature. So, okay, so things that may be going on, disruptions that may be occurring. For many people, the disruptions that have been occurring have been illness. Um, and so we've seen this, um, you probably know tons of people who were sick over, over the holidays um, or are sick now. You may yourself have been sick. I myself got ye old Rona over the holiday uh, period, as did my daughter. And it was a very interesting experience. Now, because of my own past journeys with um, so-called illness, I have a very different relationship with microorganisms when my body chooses to come into partnership with external microorganisms in a way that creates a disharmony. Um, in the relationship, I uh, understand that there is some purpose in that for me, and I'm able to open into what is that purpose. And, uh, and throughout the experience of, you know, having fevers, of feeling kind of headachy, feeling just so exhausted, so tired in my physical that I could barely move, um, I was also simultaneously aware some sort of upgrade was occurring in me. 
And I really just leaned into that. And I, of course, did everything that I could to wisely care for my body uh, during that time to, to do all of the good things. Um, and what one of, there were many different messages that came through during and after the experience of this disharmony, this imbalance, um, that my body intentionally partnered with this microorganism to occur. And one of them was that I was being intentionally sidelined for a couple of reasons. So one, the week between Christmas and New Year's roughly, um, is a week that I historically like to take off, um, from any public work in order to do internal um, work, like to organize, to write, to kind of think about whatever's coming for the for the for the for the next calendar year, etc. Um, and I always love this time period for that. Leading up to that, uh, this time I I heard that I was sort of making a few different plans about activities that I would do, very internally focused in terms of mostly my writing. Um, but I what I kept hearing was, no, you actually have to plan nothing. We actually need you to be in a complete kind of void, empty, womb-like space. And I didn't want that. My human didn't want that. <laughs> so I was kind of rebelling a little bit. I did clear the calendar, all those kind of other pieces, but I was kind of in a sort of like, no, no, I'm going to do it my way, <laughs> which never goes well because that's just not, it's just not correct. It's just not aligned. And so I was kind of forcing things and immediately basically was just kind of sat down. And so this being sidelined was essentially my body saying, okay, if you're not going to, in your human awareness, going to kind of stand for where we have devoted ourselves, um, then we'll do that for you. So whoop, off you go to bed <laughs> for several days where you can do absolutely nothing, right? So now did I need to choose such a slightly painful thing? You know, I kind of did. My human can be very stubborn, <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. Uh, it's Capricorn season. Uh, and uh, in fact, as I'm recording this, today is my birthday. And, um, and you know, Capricorns can be super, super stubborn, which I absolutely rebrand as incredible superpower of persistence. And I do find it to be an absolute superpower. But there are times when it can be a little painful. So I share that because it may be funny for you because you may also have this experience as many, most of us do, humans, that even when we have the the very clear intel about the kind of correct path, we don't always choose it. Now, in earlier years, I might have really beat myself up around that. Instead, I just find the humor in it and I just bring, come, you know, just am again in the joyous union with my human and just loving her and saying, okay, well, that's all right. You didn't have to do it that way, but there were other useful things that happened through this experience. Um, for one, it was important for me to come into direct energetic relationship with, um, the, uh, with the Rona virus, with the, those microorganisms, those energies and had that experience, um, uh, for a variety of different reasons that I may or may not get into later in this, in this transmission that may be later, but in earlier transmission missions, um, I believe from back when things were first kind of gearing up around this, I did speak about my received information about the purpose of, um, 
of this uh, pandemic. Um, and there are many layers of purpose of this pandemic. And so I will just briefly summarize, I feel, to summarize a couple of those pieces for some of you. So the pandemic virus itself, like the actual microorganism, is a naturally created, not a man-made created uh, uh, thing and is intentionally in the world at this time for many reasons um, that are in service of the highest timelines overall for both the planet and for humanity. This doesn't mean that it hasn't caused great turmoil, stress, uh, pain, and all sorts of you know really difficult experiences for many, 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 many individual beings, but sometimes the larger timelines, they just simply that's, this occurs. Now, what people are, may or may not be aware of, but as I say this, you may feel into it and feel the correctness of it, is that there were many lower timelines for Earth that we could have experienced instead in these past couple of years. And so, in fact, we got a very light version, a very high version, a very, relatively speaking, low-impact version. I know that's very hard to process for some folks, but I want you to have that information. The, the purpose, many levels of purpose of the virus, but one of them was and is to create the unique to date experience of virtually all humans around the globe, around the entire planet, being united for the first time in an extended way, focused on one thing, on the same thing. Now, the perspectives and the opinions and the experiences of that one same thing have been varied, but everyone has been united in a shared focus for the first time. This is a really important step for humanity. We also had the experience of everything shutting down. Now, everything shut down um, for a variety of different reasons, and many have concerns, complaints, frustrations with that. And there are many ways in which the kind of the shock to this large planetary system, human system, of the fear was leveraged for not positive purposes. This is something that humans uh, uh, that have been occurring in human systems for some time. Um, this idea of leveraging shock and crisis in order to grab more power and to consolidate authority and power is something that we have seen throughout human history um, in modern ages. So it's not a particularly new uh, strategy. But those are side effects. Those are not the core pieces. But the shutdown created several things. One, it created a breathing room for Earth from the environmental perspective and for the other beings that live here on Earth with us. Um, now, it's not a permanent positive, if you will, but we saw a number of different you know, statistics showing pollution going way down and a variety of other kinds of benefits occurring that were supportive to the environment, to the earth, to the waterways, to the to the to the animals and the birds and the insects living on the planet um, that have been in extraordinary 
extinction level stress. So this is not, you know, this is not how it's supposed to be forever um, per se, but it, it has created a very useful break. The other big thing that it created was that it has forced people into a completely different rhythm of how they live their lives, which has then brought up to the surface into their awareness in a way that cannot be denied that which has not worked for how they have been living their lives prior in terms of rhythms and life design and what still is not working about how they're approaching their own lives and their own ways of being and their own ways of experiencing things and experiencing each other. Um, it has also forced us into new ways of connecting with each other outside of the physical, direct, immediate, body-to-body -body contact. Now, we are a human animal designed for physical body-to-body -body human contact, physical contact, and we are expanding in our capacity to connect with each other directly viscerally without having to have that physical piece. And so this has been a kind of an initiation into a sort of preschool level of, oh yeah, I still can feel connected with these people that matter to me through phone, through Zoom, etc. And in fact, my own uh, kind of esoteric capacities for being attuned to what the people that really matter to me are dealing with or going through or experiencing may have increased where I suddenly just got the vibe in my mind. Oh, I want to reach out to Susie. I'm feeling a need to connect with Susie. I send Susie a text or a message. <gasps> Susie says, oh my God, I was just thinking about you. I really need to talk to you. Thank God you're here. Um, or you're thinking about so-and-so and they call you, right? And so people are creating different... Um, openings into very preliminary expansion of an access to esoteric capacities that are available to all. So any of us can develop and expand these. So that's been very important. And then also very important has been this incredible shaking. We have been in the time of great shaking in many ways and this sort of shaking up of all of the systems and structures and institutions in our lives, particularly in kind of modern human environments, um, so-called, that don't work, that are deeply, deeply, deeply toxic and dysfunctional, that are directly opposed to human wellness and human flourishing, as well as directly opposed to the flourishing of the earth and all of the natural, natural world, natural beings. And please remember that humans are part of the natural world. We have created so many artificial constructs and so many artificial systems that we forget. And so we often will have this conversation about sort of like, oh yeah, there's sort of like humanity, humans, the quote unquote real world, and then over there is nature or the natural world as if we are apart from it. We must stop that, right? Pay attention to that languaging whenever you do that yourself, right? You are part of the natural world. Connect more and more into the natural world is just a radically huge part of the 2022 energies, as it actually has been during these last two years of pandemic as well. And that's been another benefit, another 
important positive that many people with this radical shift in their rhythms of their day to day have found, oh, I actually have time now. And in fact, I'm so bored with everything else, or my kids are so bored or whatever, that we are forced, <laughs> like it or not, to go out into the natural world and engage with it. We're out for walks, we're out for runs, we're out for kind of tromping around in the woods or whatever we're doing. Um, so that's been very, very important. Some of you have felt a very extreme disruption around, I've, I don't want to live in urban environments anymore. And I'm not here to criticize urban environments because there are many positives that can come from urban environments, particularly with some of the very um, kind of cutting edge design pieces around how we can bring the natural world into a more harmonious expression within more densely packed living environments, there's many benefits um, uh, to that. But many of us have felt that call of like, I got to go. I got to go live out in nature. I got to be away from all the humans. Um, and many are feeling the call to design intentional communities that are off grid, that are out in the nature, uh, nat natural world environments much more so. And I, I encourage people who are doing that to decenter the human in that experience, particularly where you're looking at building community, right? Because it's very easy for the humans to say, oh yeah, let's go gather together and create our own intentional community. And then, um, you know, we'll go buy up a piece of vacant land and we'll go build on it. How are you going to build on it? How are you going to come into relationship with that land first and ask permission to be there? ask permission of that land and all the beings that live there to develop a human uh, dwelling there that will work for humans. How are you designing that build so that you ensure that you are minimizing the harm that you will cause by coming there? It was in full harmony before you got there, potentially, right? Maybe instead of looking for a perfectly pristine place to buy and do this kind of development, you should look for a place that's a little bit of a mess, that's been kind of hurt by humans, and you should restore it. You know, many people like to kind of buy an ancient old house and restore it, right? Oh, it's got good bones. What if you took that approach to land? Yeah, it would be longer. Yeah, it would cost more money. Yeah, it would probably be a lot more work. But what are you doing if you're not here to come into partnership and help heal the land? If you're driven to be one of these folks that comes that goes out, don't be someone who just is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out and build a McMansion and just tear up the earth and force it to comply with my desires. Don't be that person. That is not a high timeline for you. It is not supportive of a high timeline for earth. Uh, so and I'm not saying that you can't create a luxurious living environment for yourself. I'm saying be thoughtful about how you do that in harmony. Okay? Decenter the human experience from your priorities in everything in 2022. I think I'll have to say more about that in another episode because it's very complex actually, but I'll leave just the you know, the concept of it here. Some of you will immediately kind of click into it and have it and that'll be good. So there are other kinds of disruptions that may have been happening. So I know people who had very mysterious, unexpected kind of physical body pieces where sort of like, you know, neck and shoulder or back or hip or whatever got really tweaked mysteriously, like nothing happened, there wasn't an injury, but they can barely move and they can barely function for days. 
<laughs> and I feel that there was a similar kind of being sidelined because of impatience and um, that, that, that I was describing of my own experience. And so this idea of getting, getting sidelined um, because of impatience um, is an interesting and useful one as we continue to move through this current sort of short phase of the first quarter of the year where we have to work through this kind of heavy energy. Now, the heavy, the purpose of the heavy energy is about this sloughing off. Now, I spoke about this in, um, I think it might have been the December 31 transmission episode, um, where there was this feeling of this sort of sloughing off of many, 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 many layers of skin, as if instead of just a snake sloughing off one layer of skin, there was just this incredible heavy weight that was just pulled off, and the feeling of a completely new body, physically as well as being emerging from that within was a beautiful feeling that I was experiencing. And there is still stuff to slough off, right? So just keep letting that occur. There's also within this heaviness, it is actually supportive of taking time to review your plans. Really spend some time, particularly the end of January into, and through February, really review all your plans. Really look closely at what are you assuming you're supposed to be doing? What are you assuming about how things are going to kind of unfurl and unroll out into form? Because there may be, with these new timelines that have opened, there may be shifts that are required so that you can also stay in your own highest timeline because that also shifted. So you want to stay open to this. And when you can see the heaviness, the slowdown as supporting you in doing this, instead of getting in your way, then you'll be able to reap the, the kind of the benefits of it uh, much more easily, much more um, in a much more fun, joyous way, and in a way that helps you also be more connected into that very high, light, incredibly brilliant, effervescent energy that is also streaming in at the same time. And remembering and contextualizing all of this within the human species evolution the evil leap into homo lumens and that this requires a biological process. So we need time for integration to occur in all different levels of things that are occurring. So if you can see this time frame, this short time frame as very supportive and kind of play with it in that way of kind of reviewing and reflecting on these pieces. And yes, it's fine to move things forward, but if you're moving forward something really huge and you're not 100% sure about it and you have a little funny feeling inside, please listen to that. Because as I described my own experience with not quite being willing to kind of listen to the directives I was receiving around, no, completely nothing void of activity, gestational womb space entirely during that week um, between Christmas and New Year. Um, and as a result was, you know, then it wasn't entirely uh, as a result, but partially as a result, what that was then put into that relationship experience with, um, with the coronavirus. I, where you are now, it could be a much bigger disruption that you create for yourself by ignoring that little tension, that little frisson inside, all right? Now, that little tension and frisson inside, hopefully you're developing the capacity to discern the difference between when that little tension inside is, is essentially an old trauma response, 
that you haven't quite finished fully um, unpacking and unplugging versus a true intuitive, esoteric, guided, whatever language you want to use for it, piece of information from your heart, from your soul, from your cosmic self, from your higher self, from your guidance systems that are supporting you. This is a very important, one of the most important, perhaps the most important thing you can do for yourself internally in 2022 is to build the capacity to hear the difference inside between when you get a little heart twinge or a little gut twinge that is old trauma, whether it's from this life or another life, speaking and saying, oh no, don't do that, ah, right? That's like a fear that is coming from, oh, we're gonna have to repeat, we're gonna repeat the old you know, thing in a way that isn't accurate, that isn't supportive of your expansion versus a correct piece of information around guiding you around the rhythm that is gonna best support your path now. Right. So please do that work. Please do that work. If you're a highly gifted human trying to figure out how to do that work, then um, I have methods for working with you that are incredibly brilliant and transformational and beautiful. And you can get in touch, um, you know, through all the various interwebs. Um, if, if that isn't you um, or you don't align with this, go find someone who can help you with this. OK. Um, Okay, so one of the stories that I want to tell you um, about this kind of interesting new phase. So some of you are aware of the story of how I came to live where I live. I live at a beautiful, magical lake. And I've spoken about this in earlier episodes about my relationship with the lake and my experience with the lake. The story of how I came to live at the lake is, is, a, is a very fun one that may be inspiring to you and is relevant to um, a, a kind of a current story happening for me. So in November, um, late October, early November of 2020, like, well, you know, <laughs> um, I had been living for almost 11 years in um, in a home where I had been raising my my daughter, who's now 22. Um, and that's the longest I've ever lived anywhere in my entire life, literally since birth. I have never lived anywhere that long. I've always moved many, many, many times uh, in my life. And I and I forced myself to stay in one place because of wanting to have a stable environment for raising my daughter. And so for virtually her entire life, we stayed in the same community. We moved a couple of times, but we stayed in the same community, um, which was a really important thing to do for her. And I'm very glad that I did. And I'm very grateful to that community and that experience. But I always knew that after she graduated and went off to college, went off to university, that I would... Um, you know, then new things would open and I would leave that area. I didn't know where I would go. I had been feeling called to kind of the lands north of where I was. Um, and I live in Washington state, so there's only so far north I can go before ending up in Canada, um, which is which is not currently a, a shift that I feel is appropriate for me. Um, and so I 
kind of got the intel that it was time to go. Um, and there was a sort of a disruptive thing that occurred that, that helped, gave me the information that it was time to go. And so I began um, exploring up in the north end of the state, the northwest corner of the state, and just listening for the land to kind of tell me where to go. And, and as I was doing that, my human mind needed us to be engaged in a kind of a specific activity that would feel productive towards this idea of finding a new home. And so I was looking at rental homes um, and I wanted to be in rental situation on purpose for many different reasons. I knew that wherever I went for this next phase would be temporary, that it would be a supporting a particular phase that I was going to go through. And I didn't want to bother investing into a permanent, you know, kind of or quasi permanent purchase. And there were other uh, reasons that it just didn't make sense at that time. So I was actually going and like checking out homes to see, you know, what's the inventory, what's possible, what are things looking like. Um, and I knew that the direct visceral experience, physical embodied experience of doing that would also be activating for me in ways that I wouldn't predict. Um, and it was. Um, and, uh, and eventually what occurred was after one day of looking at different places, um, I had applied to one spot that had been very activating to be in, but was too late, if you will, in the application process. Someone else sort of beat me out. But as I heard about that, um, I heard that that was correct, that all I had needed was the activation of physically being in that particular home um, uh, and that doing the application itself would support me later. And the application involved, you know, various sort of pulling together of documents into PDFs that could be uploaded into an online application process. Um, as a business owner, of course, you know, it's not as easy to kind of just, oh, here's my pay stubs, you know, to verify income. Uh, and so, so that was really cool. During that same day um, that I did that application, I was told that um, I was called into this lake uh, and I had not... Uh, been expecting. I had not been, I had not identified this place to be, but I had kind of come into the area, driven into the area and immediately been gripped by this incredibly powerful energetics of the trees, the moss, the land, the lake telling me here is the place. It is here. It is not that other place that you applied to. That other place that you applied to might be fine as a very short interim, but this is the place. And I wasn't sure, is this the place permanently or is this the place temporarily? And I was looking at options during that day. I looked even at a couple of places to buy, but I just didn't quite feel the alignment. Um, a few days later, I got a uh, kind of ping uh, late in the evening and we had had a power outage. So the house was cold and dark and I had crawled into bed and just figured I'll just go to bed. Um, no big deal and pile up under the covers and snuggle in and it'll be fine. Um, and you know, by morning the power will come back on. But before, right as I was falling asleep, I got this little, okay, now it's time to go look at this other website that we had told you to stay away from. Um, that is one of many websites where you might look at rental houses. And I had looked gone to look at it, you know, a few days earlier when I was going out house hunting and was told, no, don't look at that one now. And I was like, okay, just that the energy felt kind of gross. And so I went, uh, I was like, oh, can we do that in the morning? Nope, got to do it now. So I pulled my phone, um, you know, out of its charger and, you know, was snuggled under the, under the blankets in the dark looking on my phone. You can kind of just picture me there, right? Looking on my phone, went to the site, immediately it opened up with this particular property where I live now. And I immediately felt as I looked at it, like, oh, that's the place. And yeah, great. And I was like, okay, great. I'll do the application in the morning. No, you have to do the application right now. 
I'm like, really? Okay, great. So I get up and I'm kind of, you know, moving around the house. I go grab my laptop, which, you know, fortunately is charged. I'm on there. I'm using my cell phone as my hotspot. And, um, and I do all the application, which was easy to do because I had done that earlier application and I had all the documents ready. So I could just do it like zip, 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 boom, send it off. It was handled, went to bed. Great. In the morning, I hear from the property management company. They're really excited about me. Um, and you know, we're a go. Um, we set up to come up a couple of days later for me to actually physically see it in person, um, and give them a deposit. And at the time, the property manager tells me, I'm so glad that you applied when you did, because the policies of the company are to approve people based on the order that they come in, which is fairly standard, I guess. And, um, and about two hours after I applied in the middle of the night, a group of college students also applied to this same rental house. And, um, and the property manager didn't want to deal with college students because they have a reputation for being, you know, not the best tenants, right? Whereas, you know, single, successful, you know, professional woman in her 50s, like with my income, like I'm ideal, right? Like who wouldn't want me as a tenant? Um, and so we had a good laugh about that. I did not tell her my story, but just kind of had a good laugh about it. And so that was very fun. Um, I did hear very clearly that this would be a temporary place to be. And I heard that it would probably be a, about a year, maybe a little longer. And, um, and I immediately, as soon as I became aware of the property, labeled it Lake House One. And I felt very clearly there would be more than one lake house. I didn't really know what that meant, but I labeled it Lake House One. And I have actually like, you know, different, um, uh, different documents from that time and different kind of saved images and saved like photo albums and things like that, that are Lake House One. So just the other day, um, I was told by the property management company that my lease, which my current lease runs through June, um, which I hadn't expected to sign up for a full year of another lease in this past June, but those were the options was month to month or another year after a six month lease that I had initially signed. And what I heard was sign up for the year. You won't be here for all of it, but sign up for it anyway. And at the time I thought, well, I guess I'll break, be breaking the lease. And will I then forfeit my deposit? But generally speaking, I do what I'm told other than, you know, that most recent example of over the holiday break, huh? And so, um, so I had signed up for the year lease. And so the memo that I got from the property management was, well, we have, you know, very unexpected bad news, which is that the owners of this house have decided they're going to sell it when your lease is up. So they will not be renewing your lease. And they wanted to let you know ahead of time, um, which was great to give me this, you know, huge six month notice is lovely. Um, but also, of course, it's they would like to sell it earlier. And so they're also giving me an incentive to move earlier um, if things align in that way. So which is really fun and really cool. So now I'm in this interesting situation of like of yet again, oh, new phase, new phase for the planet in terms of the planetary energies and this kind of aligned disruption. Now I know it to be aligned because of my, 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 what do I want to call it? My clean, clear, if you will, signal guidance, connectedness into my cosmic self integration with my cosmic self, etc. Um, you can choose when disruption like this occurs to you to assume that it is aligned and that it is working for your best good for your highest timeline if you want to and your own as your own esoteric capacities expand you will have kind of the received information ahead of time so that instead of it's a faith-based choice a trust-based choice it's a knowing which is a very different experience in the body 
right? So I had a very different experience of just an absolute knowing of like, okay, cool, new phase. And then, you know, this big kind of wild energy shifts occur. And I'm like, oh yeah, oh, oh, really new phase. Okay. It's a, it's not just new phase for me. It's new phase for everyone. Um, okay, fun, cool. Um, and of course my human has had a few moments of like, oh, where's the place going to be in anxiety about, you know, oh, oh, I want it to be like this, or I want it to be like that. And that's just my human wanting to control everything right now. But I feel really clear in my received information and my trust and my faith that the perfect place will just be revealed to me in the correct timing. And so I just continue to kind of rest in that. So that's a kind of a long personal story, but many of you have shared with me that you like it when I share these personal stories that you find them inspiring or activating in some way. So that's why I did it in this particular case, because it's a very kind of specific to the current energies that I'm here to share with you today. So um, on the the kind of the last piece I feel to share is around um, two pieces, actually. So one of the things with this new phase that opened on the 15th and the kind of just the huge big expansion in that is that there is a opportunity for, um, for you to discover that you have, like you have this now, it's now in place for everyone. So you can choose to lean into and explore this newly refined capacity to hear your body, to hear your biology, to hear your bio, and to hear about its wants and needs more uh, explicitly and more specifically at the same, and at the same time, your bio has a more refined requirement, more refined requirements and it wants to communicate those to you, okay? So you have a really impressive, amazing opportunity right now, even during this like slowdown, and it's maybe especially during this slowdown, for some of you, the slowdown in fact is supporting you to come more into relationship to this refinement in what's going on in your bio and your capacity to increase, expand, refine your own hearing, your own knowing, your own connectedness into those layers um, of, uh, of consciousness within your biology. So that, I wanted to make sure that you have that. Um, and then these beautiful effervescent light energies that I was describing earlier, these are here. They are coming in now. And it's okay if you don't feel them in your awake awareness. I know that that might be sad and frustrating for you when I'm not feeling things 100% immediately like that. I even, I'll be like, meh, you know, I was not accessing as well when I was uh, out sick and it was very sad. I was just, you know, um, let's not do this again, you know, to myself around it. Right. Um, so what I want you to know, and I hope that you can trust and take it on faith if you're not feeling them is that they're coming into you anyway. They are coming into you all the time now. And, and you can choose to, even when you can't quite feel them, just close your eyes and imagine these beautiful, tiny little bubbles of golden, white light, silver light, golden, silver, and white together energies, just like bubbling in through your whole being. Super activating. Feel into it, right? So beautiful. It is here and the kind of higher integrity of it is within you now, even if you're not feeling it in your awake awareness, all right? 
I'm also creating a uh, guided visualization about these energies that um, I'll be sharing inside the private Luminosity membership portal for, for those who have, have signed up for that private Luminosity playground. Uh, and so that'll be, be coming out to those of you listening to this who are members, you'll be receiving that soon. Um, and those of you who are not members, please sign up. It's a very beautiful playground that we have just created where I'm privately sharing additional esoteric resources uh, like these and also sharing stories that are given to me that are very activating and opening of your heart and the star maps within your being. So I love you. And I thank you for your light in the world. This is an incredible time. We are in an incredible adventure. It is choose your own adventure year. And I know that you're choosing the most fun, wildest high ride and that you're with me on it and we're having the best time. Uh, and it's just gonna be delightful. <laughs> All right, darlings, I will talk to you soon.